Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. to Horror Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I am your host, Mike C., and we are back in the 8122 production studio for another week of horror movie fun. But before we get to that, let me introduce my co-host. This week, it's a big week, this week, he starts his eight-week epic journey to be the first man to walk on every planet in our solar system. Everybody, please say hello to Rich. It's going to be a daunting task, and uh, with so many different conditions, I feel like I'm going to get crushed on uh, on Mercury and Venus. Well, I'm going to melt on Mercury. I'm going to get crushed on Venus. Uh, it's going to be a little hard to breathe on Mars. It's going to get real chilly when I get out towards those uh, latter planets. And uh, Jupiter, there's a big storm, I guess, a brewing. I hear that, too. Pluto's what I can't wait for. I, I think you're just going to take that planet by storm. I am going to be the Is it ruler. a planet again? Yeah, uh, it depends on the week. But yeah. I, I consider it. When I grew up, it was a planet. I still consider Pluto a planet. It gets plenty of love for me. So uh, I will be I will be the ruler of Pluto. That's my goal. I'm gonna I'm gonna I, once I get there, I'm gonna I'm gonna set up shop and I'm gonna rule that uh, that planet with an iron fist. Let me just mark this down: ruler of Pluto. I got to remember that for a future episode. <laughs> I'm typing this in as we speak. Ah, uh, jeez. If you hear the typing on the keyboard, that's me typing: ruler of Pluto. That's right. Okay, that's gonna, gonna be my new title. We're gonna save that quotes. There's, there's quotations on this. Boom. We will yes. use that again. Yeah. Well, I hope you do, because that's what, that's what I will be as of next week. <laughs> Ruler of Pluto. Well, I'll bow down. All right. Well, we might as well get into the news, because we have got a ton of news to go over this week. Uh, my opinion, the biggest story, and this just broke a couple of days ago. You've seen, Rich, the, the original uh, two seasons of the Scream TV series, correct? Yes, absolutely. That was on, that was on MTV. Now, uh, did you like them as much as I did? I absolutely did. I loved them. I liked. I liked that they did something different with them, even right down to the, the different mask. Different I, I mask, big, different I was, voice. I was. I was a big fan. I was a fan of those. Uh, the, the show. I actually watched them with my wife when they came out. Uh, so I've seen both uh, seasons. I was kind of bummed that they, it was over. Yeah, I was too. Um, the season two, especially, I, I like both seasons. They they kind of one went with the other. Uh, so season two was a continuation of the first. Um, I particularly loved season two. Um, well, there was a season three where they were rebooting it, and uh, they filmed it, I want to say, sometime over the last two years, and it's been kind of sitting on the shelf, and it finally broke this week that the series is going to be coming back. It is going to be titled Scream Resurrection. Uh, it's going down more of an anthology road at this point because it's not going to have anything to do with seasons one and two, uh, but Mary J. Blige, among others, is going to be on there, so it's got a really good cast. Uh, Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's daughter, is going to be in this. Um, it's going to be premiering. It's going to be a three-night event, three two-hour episodes, so a total of, quote-unquote, six episodes is how they're doing it. Um, it'll be premiering on July 8th and going July 9th and 10th as well, starting at 9 p.m. on VH1. Yes, and then uh, it should be streaming as well after that, I do believe. It's on demand, uh, they were saying. 
I believe so, yeah, yes. They, I haven't gotten any uh, particulars on where it will be on demand, but they said that they will be on demand after, after, it on, premieres. Uh, after it premieres. And I hope so, because I have a feeling it's going to be awesome. Uh, of note to this, you know, what's, what's worthy of uh, talking about here is um, the first two seasons... Um, we talked about this off air before we came on, but uh, they used a different mask. There was a different person doing the voice than there was in the movies. You know, that stuff was different. Well, for season three, not only is the original Ghostface mask going to be coming back, but Roger L. Jackson, who provided the voice in all four of the Scream movies, is back to do Ghostface voice. Well, you know, we were we were hearing uh, lately that they were talking about doing a reboot of uh, Scream to begin with. So right. maybe this was kind of what they were talking about. I mean, I understand this was filmed separately. Right. But maybe that was where that news came from. Maybe not. Maybe they'll still reboot it because, you know, Jason Blum wants to do it. I know yeah. that Blumhouse did not have anything to do with the show. Nothing with this. I think MTV actually still yeah. produces because I believe they own VH1. Well, yes, they do. Mistaken. Yeah, because uh, all of them belong to Viacom, if, yes. I'm, if, if I'm not mistaken. But so, the whole uh, dimension and, you know, all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah kind of uh, messed with it and helped put it on the shelf and then there was something that went on with Netflix too because that's where they had the first two seasons after the fact right and then um, like I said Jason Blum when he was on his uh, you know I want to make every horror IP <laughs> in, in the history of man and I'm like take it let him do it uh, when he, he was on that Scream was one of them that he uh, was very interested in if you will right it was one that that and Nightmare on Elm Street were very talked about for Jason Blum outside of you know obviously Friday the 13th right but the, those are the, the three that he was like really hammering home that he wanted to like kind of the only I think the only IP he didn't want to get involved in or didn't say anything about was Texas Chainsaw Massacre but we kind of covered that the remake of that was already so damn good that no, see I heard he wants to get a hold of that too really, really? I read well, something I'm about sure. that a few months back let's be honest I'm sure he wants to get a hold of everything well, but he's the, not out there like cheerleading about it because I'm, right. I'm just pointing out the remake that we got in the early 2000s was pretty damn good well after the travesty that was the last two Chainsaw movies especially uh, the last one well, which was actually a pretty good movie up until the end when they made him a face leather face but no that was that, oh, was, no, that uh, was the one before that was texas that. chainsaw 3d yeah that's um, the one where there was another one called leather face. For, sorry for the wrestling uh, thing they made him a good guy if you will at the end yeah uh okay so, oh you were talking the leather face one was the prequel right that was right. back when he was okay yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. i thought was actually okay well they were like in the hospital and it was supposed to be like who's gonna become Leatherface? there was a big dumb guy you thought was gonna be him spoiler it wasn't him it ended up being somebody else and like the whole big reveal and how he became Leatherface was just horribly written horribly written so if you haven't seen it i mean check it out it, it the the rest of the movie wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be but it didn't feel like a Isn't Texas it Chainsaw that movie. When at some point in juncture he's wearing like a cow's head or something yeah okay okay i saw it yeah, okay yeah. Yeah, well, yeah it wasn't bad like as a whole but the ending was the end was terrible the end was horrible so but yeah i mean i wouldn't have a problem with blumhouse getting a hold of that and, and doing something new with it but heck remake it again at this point for for god's sake because the last two sequels to the original series were not good i say license every ip and horror to blumhouse take take it take it all Do it. i want jason blum producing all my stuff uh, I'm just at saying this point, that. yeah. It's, Either it's, him or James Wan. Just, James Wan's not doing remakes. Well, so. on top of that, they they kind of work together too. Well, yeah, that's true. Wan's been produced by Blumhouse too. That's so, true. I mean, eh, you that's a good point. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, yeah, Jason Wan, he's he, Wan's kind of gone into the uh, uh, comic book realm. Yeah. Yeah, which actually there was some more news about the Aquaman spinoff coming out this yeah, week. Yeah, so he's talking about how it's yeah, going to be a monster be movie. Mo pretty much a monster movie in a comic book shell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying he's gone. That's James Wan is that way. I said Jason man, mixing him and Bloom up. But yeah, James Wan is going in that direction. Right. So I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that he's completely out of horror because I'm, I'm sure that he won't ha have a problem diving back in. Yeah, he actually uh, was quoted the other day. I, I think it was yesterday I read something that he's actually not against doing another um, Conjuring movie. Yeah. So why not? 
I know. I'd love to see it. They make a ton of money. And like I said, I put in the challenge. There you go, James Bond. Every somebody get him this show. I put the challenge out last week, but let me put it out right to him. Make another Conjuring movie. Make it Amityville Horror, and that's how I'll see an Amityville Horror movie. That's the only time I'm going to watch an Amityville Horror movie is if it is done in the Conjuring universe by James Wan. There you go. Huh, I, 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 I said that. I said that but last week. I will double down and I'll call him out by name. I would hope that it would be a little bit more realistic and based on the real stuff because right, the last right. few incarnations of it were just not good. They were too over the top. And Exactly. I mean, I don't know how much they own the rights, and maybe that's why we haven't gotten that in the Conjuring universe other than, you know, the teaser at the end of the Conjuring 1 and at the beginning right. of Conjuring 2. Outside of that, I don't know if it may be the rights. I don't know what it, what, what holds it yeah, up. But if, if they were smart, if whoever owns the rights to Amityville, if that's the case, give them rights to uh, the Conjuring people, and uh, that's the only way I'm going to go see it. Yeah, I'm just throwing enough. it out there because I didn't see the craptastic one that just came out this year, and I'm not going to see the craptastic one we talked about last <laughs> week that's coming out at the end of this year, beginning of next year, about the same damn thing as the one this year. I'm sure it's going to be gold. Double, this time they'll get it right. This yeah. is the time. Mike, you can go ahead and watch that. Tell me how that works out for you. <laughs> I didn't watch the last one. Uh, exactly. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, getting back to Scream, it does premiere July 8th. It'll be on July, July 8th, 9th, and 10th, starting at 9 p.m., going until 11 p.m. each night, three-night event on VH1. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, Very excited be, for the return of this I'm show. I'm be tuned in. I'm making, uh, I'll have to keep my cable around. I was going to go back to internet, but I'll have to keep it around just long enough so I can DVR them. It's only a couple weeks away. Yeah, so. just DVR them, just one more month, then I'm breaking you free. Know, are we going to watch Scream? Or are we going to watch the baseball all-star game? Tough choice. I love both. Uh, I'm still watching Scream. Sorry. Hey, you know what? Scream's on I at love, 9. I the love, only thing I care about with the all-star game is the intros. That's on like 8 o'clock. Yeah, so. That's true. Boom. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a baseball fan, but I don't really care about the all-star game. Uh, see, I've always loved it. I, I, but the, the home intros. run derby, the home run derby's where I'm at. The intros are cool, but I mean, the home run derby's where I'm at. Yeah. Outside of that, I'm kind of like, eh, it's the all-star game. Well, good. Now you got alternate programming. Exactly. Then. Uh, speaking of uh, horror series that are on television, um, a while back, uh, just within the last month or two, it was announced that the next season of American Horror Story is going to be called American Horror Story 1984, uh, and it's actually going to be based on 80s slashers this time. I was going to say, it's just going to rip off uh, another show. I, they're going to call it Regular Things. So the Stranger instead Things. Stranger Things, or instead of Slasher, <laughs> it's just going to be called 1984. Even though there was a movie called 1984 that was out within the last year that I heard was excellent. Yes, I haven't, I seen, haven't seen that one yet either. I, I, I've been uh, Jimmy Gazdick, who was on the first episode that we did uh, this podcast. Yeah, and Jimmy, I talked to him during the week. He actually wants to, be, he wants to come back on. He's recovering Good, from I, surgery on I, his yeah, foot. But, I can't um, wait to have him back on. But anyways, he was all about uh, Summer of 84. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I still have to check it out. I will definitely see that. But anyways, uh, going back to the American Horror Story 1984, uh, it's it, I, I'm glad that they're going in the slasher realm. Uh, what other news was there with it? Well, it's actually finally got a premiere date. Uh, it's going to be premiering on Wednesday, September 18th. Uh, so coming up uh, in a couple of months. Um, it used to start in October every year, but the last couple of seasons have been in September. Yeah. So it's kind of exciting. Now, I've lost interest in the show. Um, uh, I did that a couple, couple seasons ago. Yeah, it's been so over the top. Um, just, I don't know, making political statements and just over-the-top gore, the language, the acting hasn't been good. Sarah Paulson, who I kind of enjoyed early on, has been so over-the-top. Uh, I have lost interest in it, but this is my favorite genre in the subgenre in the horror genre, as everybody knows. I might have to check I'm it out. I'm anxious to see this one. I, I, the last season I really watched was Hotel, which was really good. Uh, actually, that was uh, the season Lady Gaga was on, and she was amazing. As That's the, what I've the, heard, the, right? the, the, the vampire queen, if you will. Uh, she was she was super good. I loved the show, and actually all the, all the secondary stuff that happened on that uh, that season. If you if you watched Hotel, or if you're a American Horror Story fan, I'd like to hear your take on it. I loved that season. Uh, after that, it kind of got out. I didn't I didn't really get in the Roanoke one, oh, which was the, started the, so the, hot. 
shot and got so bad. That was the one that was like uh, the social media meets YouTube kind of. It kind of had like three different things going on throughout the season. It started great. And then the last one that they just did, Apocalypse, right? I watched the first two episodes and I ended up deleting them. I I DVR'd them all and I deleted them. And I I know it catches shit from some people, but I wasn't a big Covenant fan anyways. So like, and that was that season, this last season tied into Covenant. Right. And uh, I'm not a fan. I like Murder House and I understand it was a mixture of Murder House and Covenant. Right. But that wasn't even enough to keep me yeah, in. Me uh, this, I would be interested just to check out, see where they go with the slasher thing. If, if, if it looks cool, then stay with it. If not, I I've, I have slasher, which was way good. Yeah, and Season I have a feeling it's going to end up being better. But if this ends up with just the over-the-top acting combined with the over-the-top political you know, mumbo-jumbo, I'm not going to watch it. But you know, if they stay away from that, just make a series. Don't make all these statements. Just make a series. Make a show. I'll watch it. I'll love it. I, I don't. I don't get. I don't get paid for this. I just want to throw that out there before when I say this. Uh, if you're looking for something to either tide you over till then, or if it disappoints you and you need something to watch, I should, which is just Slasher season three. We talked about a few weeks ago. We reviewed it. It's amazing. It's on Netflix. You can binge watch this eight episodes. It's actually sure. amazing. So there you go. There's my plug for Slasher and the and the fine folks from Slasher, the director and producer. They actually liked and retweeted some of our stuff. Some of the week, actors so. did too. Yeah, so. so so they're they're awesome people. They're keeping. They're obviously proud of what they're doing over there at Slasher for. Netflix. And they should be because they put together amazing. a heck so, of a show. So I, I just want to give them a. A proper shout out if you're just looking for something to tide you over till American Horror Story 1984 or if you get to that point and you're like eh this is disappointing me trust me Slasher Season 3 is, is worthwhile then check out Season 1 and Season 2 I guess season Mike said Season 2 wasn't as good as uh, Seasons e- 1 and 3 1 and 3 were definitely really good Season 2 was kind of bleh I kind of like to go back and watch it one more time and you but. can watch them out of order because they're, they're just like American Horror Story they're an, an anthology, anthology series, series. Yeah, so. you'll see some of the same actors you know, between seasons, but um, um, most of the news we got this week seems to be based on series because I have some more series news Sweet, here. Continue. A couple more things. Um, we've kind of beat this to death in the last several weeks here, but uh, as you know, Swamp Thing, uh, which was going to be on the DC streaming service, got canceled about a week into its run. Um, you know, that's not coming back. However, there was some kind of teases that they may actually be turning it into a feature film. Um, the only thing that they've really said about it is that James Wan will be involved and two, the actors are going to be completely different. So it's not going to be a spinoff of what was on there. Uh, I'm a fan. I think they should have made it a movie to begin with. But I mean, the show was a good idea, but obviously the budget of that kind of a show is too much. Ridiculous. I mean, what was it, 80 million? $80 million. That's and they ridiculous. were hoping to get 40 million. Series. They were hoping to get back 40 million from the state of North Carolina. That's what shut it down. Yeah. When they only gave them 14 million instead of 40 million. Yeah. Uh, so somebody heard the wrong price there. Uh, so it probably would be better off to be made into a, a movie. Uh, I, I, as long as James Wan's involved, I'm I, I'm all in because I think it's a good. I, I'm a huge Swan Thing fan, and I so far I've seen a couple of the episodes because uh, now the DC Universe streaming service is on Fire Stick, mm-hmm. which it wasn't for the longest time. So I, I get to now kind of tune in and try to check some of that out. So I, I have watched the first episode of Swamp Thing. It's pretty good. Yeah, I want to see it. I don't have the service yet, but I, it looked good, and I don't even have any interest in the comic or anything like that. But it did look good. So you know, if they're gonna. They're going to completely repackage it again, use different actors and stuff. I just hope it has a similar look. Um, So the only other thing I wanted to talk about, more series news here. Um, We mentioned in the past that uh, Ghost Hunters, which used to be on the Sci-Fi Network, was one of my favorite shows to watch during the week. They had canceled it. And uh, there's been kind of, you know, we're shopping it around. What are we going to do? We don't know. Well, you know, a few months back we mentioned um, that uh, three of the original Ghost Hunters were going to be uh, going to the Travel Channel and starting a new show called Ghost Nation. 
but it broke today that one of the original founders, the other original founder, Grant Wilson, is actually bringing back Ghost Hunters. So they're reviving the series. Uh, he's the only one that was from the original series, but uh, it's actually going to be switching networks over to Andy, and it's going to be premiering before Ghost Nation does. Um, it's going to be August some competition. I know, I know. So August twenty first at nine p.m. on Andy Ghost Hunters, starring Grant Wilson. We'll be back. Well, speaking of Ghost Hunters, Mike, as you know, uh, a former alumni of that show, and uh, from what I understand, the sexiest man in ghost hunting, Dustin Para, you know what? We're going to be the same place as him at the same time because October 4th and 5th at the Oneana Foothills Performing Arts Center in Oneana, New York, is Sci-Fi and Horror Fest, and Dustin Para is a celebrity guest there. So if you're into uh, the Ghost Hunters, he's going to be there doing all sorts of stuff and answering questions, which is pretty awesome. Also, we'll have John Franklin and Courtney Gaines from Children of the Corn there, amongst other movies, because between the two of them, they've pretty much been in everything that's ever been made by man since 1980. <laughs> uh, it, it, that's a compliment, because they're both amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, I still hope that we get to take Courtney out for a beer afterwards. Oh, I, I'm, I think we should, we will be able to. Also, uh, we have a whole bunch of other people. There's going to be some horror writers there. There's going to be uh, a, a bunch of other paranormal investigators there as well. Uh, Sweeney Todd will be there. Our friend Len Oddity will be doing his sideshow uh, show I, I can't come up with a better name for that. He, he does he does all sorts of crazy stuff he, he takes it's staples and uh, drills it's, it's crazy and then of course uh for uh, the three fat nerds one of our favorites freestyle confections will be there they make the best can uh, the best treats trust me mike when you when you taste this stuff it's going to be amazing i do like here. treats yes you're gonna you're gonna love it they have they have a raspberry bar to this to die for oh. and also they make a uh fruity pebbles uh uh treats oh man so good i can't wait that's so i'm putting my diet on hold that weekend because i can't be in the same room as freestyle confections <laughs> Also, uh, I will be taking, uh, well, we will be going. I don't know if I'm going to be personally paying because it depends on how much money I make, brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, we will be personally going out to Brooks Brothers Barbecue for one, uh, oh, as, really? as a group, I think. I, I want to do that because uh, it's right up there in Oneana. So Have I, you I, eaten I, there before? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, I've been best there. place. The little, there last year, the little I cinnamon apple that they give you. I heard uh-huh. they still do that. They, they still do. I haven't do. been there since I was 10 years old. Dude, you got you to gotta, Well, we're going to go. We're, gonna, we're all going to be up there. 8122 Productions is going to go to dinner up there. That's a whole other thing, though. But you guys can check out Sci-Fi Horror Fest. It's easy. Uh, they have a Facebook page. Just search Sci-Fi Horror Fest. Uh, you can find them because we link a lot of their stuff to our Facebook page. Also, go to SciFiHorrorFest.com uh, to get all your tickets right now. If you get them now, you can get tickets for both days. That's Friday and Saturday, the 4th and the 5th of October for $10. Two wow. days. And on uh, Saturday, there will be a cosplay uh, uh, convention co- competition. Nice. So that's you can't be beat really that. Cool. Ten dollars. So, yeah. So you're gonna hear a lot about that. I just figured since Dustin Perry was brought up, we should plug that because the the three fat nerds, uh, the part of eight one two two productions, is uh, the sponsors of Media Alley. Uh, we will be there. We will be doing panels there, and of course, we'll probably have our second conversation with Courtney Gaines. If you want to hear our interview with Courtney Gaines, the first one we did, you can go back to our very first episode here on uh, actually episode two, but it's our first episode at eight one two two productions, and check out our interview with Courtney Gaines at Scaricon last year so we're gonna follow that up this year now absolutely now uh so check that out so now it's time for me to give you guys some information for us if you want to comment on anything we've talked about here in the first segment or any segment you know how to reach out to us it's uh horizon 607 on facebook and we're at horizon 607 on uh, twitter and instagram use the hashtag hc 607 whenever talking about our show to join our conversation because we want to hear from you also do us a favor if you already uh like our page on facebook please share that page and also can you rate and review 
review it because that would help us out immensely. And also, you can find our podcast anywhere podcasts are found. You can subscribe to it, which makes it real easy because it downloads automatically. And while you're there, if, it, if there's an option to rate and review it, could you also uh, give us a good review and rate it? Because that also helps us too. Stuff you can do like that for free. Also, uh, we are rolling out more and more stuff for our Horror Zone uh, YouTube channel and more to come pretty soon. Uh, we'll be doing horror news live on there and reviews live on there as well. So uh, that is just Horror Zone 607 on YouTube. Check that out. Subscribe to that and like our videos when it comes up. Once again, all that helps us out. I know it's a lot of plug-in for ourselves, but it really does help us out. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to continue on with this episode of Horror Zone 607. <laughs> Welcome back to The Zone. So at the top of the show, I told you that we had a ton of horror news this week. Obviously, in the first segment, most of it, if not all of it, dealt with horror movie series uh, that are on television. Well, we've got some movie news finally to get into. Uh, it broke today that, uh, you know, we told you a couple weeks ago that Chris Rock is going to be producing a new spinoff, a reboot, a remake. We don't know what it's going to be quite yet of the Saw series. Well... Good news, Saw begins filming next week. It is what they're calling a soft reboot. Yes. They called it a soft reboot. That was what it was in the article. Uh, also, uh, we, we made the joke last week how all comedians are now getting into the horror business. So horror guys better be careful, man, because Jordan, if, if, if he's even half as good as Jordan Peele at producing a movie, well, I mean, he, he's not directing, he's just producing. But, producing, yeah. But uh, Jordan Peele is just straight directing. But still, if he's even half as good at it, that means uh, we're going to have another master of horror on our hands, which is good for us. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of it. I was a fan. Of, I, we talked about this uh, before, so we're not going to dive too deep into it. Fan of the Saw series as a whole. It's one of my, it's one of my preferred franchises, if you will. Mine, too. Uh, some some of it got bogged down towards the end, but I still enjoyed it. Looking at it as a whole, I still enjoy it overall, especially because Saw 1 is such a great classic movie. Oh, yeah. And also proved that you can make a movie for a uh, low budget that's super good and not sacrifice content, if you will. Right. Uh, I, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan, and it's probably got one of the better endings in a horror movie too oh yeah the moment where jigsaw gets off the floor because you didn't even know it was him and you didn't know he was alive and, and it's just crazy it really and then was. It gives him the you know the the final line of that movie too is epic where when he's leaving the room and he turns off the light and he's just like you know most people 
they they take life for granted, but not you. You know not to take it for granted as he shuts the door on him. <laughs> Game over. Game over. You know, my only concern with this, and I may have mentioned this a couple of weeks ago when this, you know, broke that this was going to be happening. Um, Jigsaw just came out, what, two years ago? Yeah. It really didn't do well. I mean, it did well enough that they were talking about another sequel. But um, if this is going to be a reboot of it or even another sequel... I kind of wish that they had waited a few more years in between. It just seems a little too soon to be remaking it, if that's even what it is, and it's not a seek like a like a sequel to it. But um, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I think it just sequel. might be too soon. I, I, from what I read earlier, it's going to be in the same universe in the same world, but it's going to be taking place like elsewhere in the country or in the world or whatever yeah, they so decide. Like to a do. copycat, if you will. Yeah. I just I don't know if it's going to be too soon. That that was such an enormous series. I thought the Jigsaw was going to do extremely well. It came out. Uh, it was either late September or early October. I, I remember going to see it no. in the fall, but it really didn't do well, and it was at a time of year where it should have. So I don't know. I, I just hope that the hangover is over if they're going to do this. You know, I, I I hope that it ends up really succeeding because I love this series. Now, now mind you, I'm a fan of everything you just said. I'm a fan of uh, of that, but uh, there is an exception I'm going to make here. Play devil's advocate. For a little bit, because I don't believe it 100%, but I, I I think the justification is right now horror is such a hot thing, you mm-hmm. have to strike while the iron's hot. Uh, because yeah. as we know, we have a window. <laughs> as right. horror fans, we know whenever we have a, a boom period in horror, we have about a five-year window, right. give or take. <laughs> okay, the, the, We're already on the clock because that horror window pretty much started, you can either say at the end of 2017 with the It Chapter 1 or 2018 with Halloween. Right. Either way, the, the clock is about a year old. <laughs> either yeah. way, we're at a year. And that's almost. the thing is the boom happened right after that came out. You know, Not the horror wasn't hot because The Conjuring was already right, kind of yeah, going yeah. strong and whatnot. So I guess you could kind of say well, it started already, earlier, but it really really took no, off no. with it chapter one yeah okay so yeah we'll count that so we're almost two years right we're almost two years from that and i would say that it would be in between that and halloween because like the yeah. fever pitch for halloween coming into halloween uh you know carried that movie to be the highest grossing horror movie of all time in theaters the theatrically i should say mm-hmm. so if you look at it like this you have you you have that we're on about so we'll say a year we'll say a little over a year because I, I think that's fair and prior to that, you're, you always have horror around. Don't get me wrong. But we don't have a boom period all the time. Right. Right now, we're in a boom period, man. We're, we need to get everything we can in because we've only got about four more years before it goes a waste because what's going to happen is it's going to get diluted and watered down and crappy again. Right. And then we're going to go back to, like, all of us horror fans are going to go back to, like, our indie horror movies that are still really good and out there. And occasionally you have that Conjuring level one that comes in and does decent numbers as a box office as a whole. But uh, for the most part, they're just going to be indie movies as we've been used to, which is fine. I'm not complaining about that. I just say we got to get we got to strike while the iron's hot here. Right. We got to strike while the iron's hot. And uh, so I, I don't have a problem with it there. And of course, we're losing one of our heavy hitters to the lawsuit with J- Friday the 13th. Right. So, which, I mean, you know, they really need to solve that so they can get one yeah. of these in while things are booming. Yeah, absolutely. Um, more horror movie news. Um, we kind of talked, uh, it was last week or the week before, uh, Terrifier 2 uh, was was greenlit. We knew it was coming. Um, however, the first one was very low budget. You know, they, they made what has kind of become a cult thing, yeah. I, I guess you could say, yeah. uh, even though... They, you know, they crowdfund it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, the second one, it had already reached its goal to make the movie, but just yesterday and by yesterday i mean tuesday of this week mm-hmm. um there was um an additional fundraiser that they put on indiegogo to try to make more money and basically what they wanted to do was reach fifty thousand dollars and they could make an even bigger movie 
Well, within 24 hours, it made well over $100,000, so it doubled what it was looking for. And um, what they were kind of looking to get was, and this is this is kind of a quote right from the articles that I've read about this, uh, the additional funds were to add, one, a major horror movie icon, and two, to add an epic gore sequence featuring mass casualties. Yes. Uh... So, and let's just put this into perspective. For anybody that's seen Terrifier... He cuts a woman in half the wrong way. And I don't mean like like down like like cuts her at the waist. No, it goes it, up the middle. Yeah, it was up the middle, starting with her crotch while she was upside down. Yes, 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 yes. Ending through her head. Yes, 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 yes. It was the probably one of the most brutal scenes in any <laughs> horror movie I've ever seen. So the fact that they were trying to raise more money to make something that's gonna blow that away, I can't even begin to imagine what this is going to be but they've reached the goal and it's going to be in whatever they make i cannot wait i cannot wait for multiple reasons i am a fan of terrifier i'm a fan of art the clown uh he uh, he is a fan of us at, at least on twitter because yeah. uh, the, the 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 man who plays him david thornton is 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 uh is it, it follows us on yes twitter. and i don't know maybe you listen to the show if you listen to the show I, I have a proposition. I, I might get a hold of you because we have that sci-fi and horror festival, which we talked about in the first part. And we were kind of throwing some things out there, maybe having somebody at our table. And I, the name of David Thorne came up because we're such fans of Terrifier and we, we know that he's from New York. We're from New York. This is taking place in New York. So maybe uh, I was thinking about reaching out to him. So if you do listen to the show, first of all, we're blown away if you do. And we're honored that you listen to the show. Uh, we, we, we might be interested in reaching out to you to see if you would be willing or what it would cost for you to come in. If you don't listen to the show, I'm probably going to let, you know, if you people want to send some feelers out for us, because uh, I'm probably going to contact them just to see if you'd be willing to do it and come up and sit there. Because also, as we've talked about, one of my partners on the Three Fat Nerds, Derek, is terrified, terrified of clowns. So I think it'd be <laughs> great to have Art the Clown dress as Art the Clown and sit next to Derek all Saturday taking pictures and signing autographs. Doing his fans. mime work. Yeah, and, and <laughs> doing it for fans. And making Derek be his handler all day. And just, just, I think it'd be great. Also, I'd like to do an interview with him either way. So I'm going to see if we can get an interview with him on this show. That's that's something I'm promising you fans. I like to put things out in the universe. Right. I feel like that's the way that they get done. So putting it out in the universe, no matter what, I would like to see if we can get some kind of like phone interview or whatever with him. But definitely, uh, I'm going to see if we can get him for Sci-Fi Horror. Yeah, and so he does conventions. He does. So, uh, so I know that because I've seen some of the things on Twitter uh -huh. that he's put on there. You just now, Scarecon. This is just, I'm not saying this is going to happen. But just imagine. For one second, we take Art the Clown to Brooks Chicken House and maybe to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Can you imagine Art the Clown walking through Cooperstown? It's not far from Oneonta. No, no, it's not that far. It won't happen, but I'm just saying, in my twisted little brain, can you imagine like looking at like Babe Ruth's locker with Art the Clown? I, I don't know. I feel like he would be there for the 8122 Productions dinner at Brooks. That would be great. <laughs> I would hope so. And if he's in full regalia, that would be even better. <laughs> I wouldn't expect that, but still, no, how I, I awesome would, would it be? I would I would, I would, prefer, you know, if he would like to not be, that'd be fine. Yeah, like I know. Part of that Seems like a nice guy. So. But it'd be, it'd be hilarious just because I, I, I have a feeling that he doesn't mind. I think that the reactions of when he's dressed up, I think, are, are enough. Yeah, I guess he brings little props. Like I saw a picture with him at some convention or something. He had like his little hat. Was He brought that with him or it was a replica maybe. I don't know. I think he had his little horn with him. He, he was at he was at uh, in New England. Is that what he went yeah, to? And he was dressed like he the one of the days of Scarecon. He was full on art. Really? Yeah. Full I on. didn't realize that. I makeup, didn't see that makeup costume. Beep beep. 
horn everything. Nice. I mean, I don't need him to do that necessarily. Dave Thornton, if you're listening, man, we're we're even we're excited that you're listening. You don't have to dress up. I just think it'd be funny if you wanted to scare the crap out of uh, a, a big fat nerd. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. And it's self-described. So don't worry. It's say, hey, I'm a big fat nerd too. It's three <laughs> fat nerds. Trust me. It's not just a gimmick. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> and I'm just a horror fan. And so. you're, yeah. Well, I'm a horror fan too. That's why I'm your co-host. Yes. Yes. Uh, what's next here? Oh, we got more news for a TV series. Not much. It's, it's not really all that notable, but I'm doing this. This is dedicated to you, Ken M. from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. Ken was a big fan of the sci-fi series Deadly Class. I heard it was excellent. I actually wanted to watch it when it started, and I f- completely forgot about it. Uh, but I heard it was really good. Well, unfortunately, sci-fi canceled it after one season. They got the X. Yeah, the showrunners were attempting to shop it to other networks. Uh, that was to no avail. So Deadly Class season two is not going to happen. They're not going to continue on with the series. Um, you know, if it's as great as his Ken and other people make it out to be, maybe, 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 maybe it'll, maybe it'll come back somehow, some way, uh, you know, always keep hope alive never say never. Uh, but yeah, it sucks that something has gone, especially cause it had a good following. Uh, but that's the day and age now, man. It's, it's weird. Things right. just get axed out of nowhere. I, I know. And meanwhile, I know. they continue to make things that aren't that great. We're not going to go over that. Yeah, that's true. Um, one of the things that uh, Rich, I saw it on bloodydisgusting.com uh, earlier in the day, and Rich also sent me the link to it. Uh, trailer for a new movie kind of looked fun. Uh, another giant spider movie. It's called Itsy Bitsy. Uh, it's going to be available on, uh, right now the trailer is actually available to watch on Bloody Disgusting uh, if we haven't gotten it up on our Facebook page. We'll yeah, try I don't to. think I, if not, I'll put it up uh, after the I show. meant to and I, yeah. did, I didn't do it. But uh, in fact, I'll do it right now while we're talking because we have Wi-Fi in the new studio. Yeah, not, not only that. But, <laughs> Which uh, we didn't have. Not only over. that, so that means when you hear this, it'll be on it. So there you go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so check it out on our, our Facebook page and probably Twitter because I'll get it up on Twitter as well. Right. And uh, it's going to be available soon. It's coming uh, to select theaters as well as digital and VOD on August 30th. So that's coming soon. It looks like a newer version of Eight-Legged Freaks. Yeah. And I'm all right But with more realistic in a way. It kind of looks like a cross between Eight-Legged Freaks and uh, Arachnophobia. Yeah, it looks like that. And, well, actually, I would say a mix between those two and a serious horror movie. Because, yes, it yeah. is fun and tongue-in-cheek, but it, there did look like some pretty uh, serious uh, spots of that trailer. So to give them credit, they, they did make a, a, a comedy, but also with, you know, a little punch to it, if you will. Right. Whereas right. Eight-Legged Freaks and Arachnophobia both didn't really have a punch to them. Right. They were both just straight comedy, especially because in Eight-Legged Freaks, the spiders could talk. <laughs> right. Remember that? They were like, yeah. I mean, they weren't speaking English, but they had their own language. Uh, but I, I'm always a fan of uh, the creature feature, if you will. And uh, especially when you make it fun. I don't think you should take yourself overly seriously when making a creature feature. So I, I'm, I'm glad that they're going the route of uh, a little bit of comedy in there instead of just straight out coming at you balls to the wall with horror. So. Uh, I think that's great there. I'm going to, while Mike types that, I'm going to actually tell you guys about something that, uh, if you ever wanted to gift us anything to the studio, (laughs) and we're we're, we're in the process of decorating the studio and getting lighting in here so we can start making more YouTube content and stuff right here in the new studio. Uh, But if you ever want to gift us something, I have an idea for you. NECA is putting out a uh, toy toy line called Toonie Terrors. They are six-inch figures, and they kind of are styled in a Scooby-Doo flair. The first run is going to have Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees in it, as well as, it looks like, Pennywise, Michael Myers, and Pinhead to be added as well. Uh, 
I don't know if I put this up, but once again, we will put this up before uh, the, the you guys hear the podcast. So check out our Facebook and Twitter. Uh, they are they are set to be coming out very shortly, and they look like a lot of fun. I would like to get the whole set. I, you know, I'm willing to buy the whole set. But if somebody wanted to gift us anything, these uh, look like a lot of fun. I don't know, Mike. Did you see the pictures from them? I did. And they have two different Pennywises, by the way. They yeah. have they have the, the new original Pennywise one and the new one, and then the new one. And then the Freddy Krueger one looks like he's welcoming everybody to a talk show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but, in a, but in a good way. Like it looks, it looks really cool. And uh, so, yeah, check them out. Like I said, I will put that up on our Facebook and Twitter. Make sure that you guys uh, check that out there as well, uh, since we do a lot of stuff there. And uh, yeah, definitely check that out because I'm a fan. So if you want to give us a gift, that's the gift that would be like nice in the studio, and we would be very happy with. <laughs> Or we could just buy them ourselves if nobody wants to gift them. And one way or the other, we're getting those we're, toys. No, one way or another, they're going to be on my wall in this studio. Yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. I just, I, I hope that maybe, maybe David Thornton will get them for it. You never know. You never know. You, you never, never know. Never you know. just don't know. Maybe Crystal Reed will. There's our, there's our Crystal Reed plug yeah, of the week. The Crystal Reed plug of the week. Maybe we can get her to come to horror. You know, fest. I could have just, I, if I was thinking, I should have just put in my Freddy's Dead plug of the week with the Freddy Krueger doll. <laughs> and then we could have hit. It all wouldn't of be them. a show without we it. We could have hit all of them in one shot. You know, you're right. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even think that he had the kind of uh, nice hearing from you, Carlos. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I just you know sometimes I don't know how I get through the show. You know? Uh, so well, you know why those, those moments? It is those moments for some reason. Some reason Freddy's Dead gets more play and Crystal Reed gets more play than they get anywhere else. You know, in they room. should be listening because they're really getting some good you know press here. Is it press? Is it advertisement? I don't know. I don't something know advertisements press. We're doing something. something for them. We really I mean, are, and they don't even know. You know, I mean, Johnny Depp doesn't even like to remember that he was in that movie. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, before we wrap up the news this week, a couple more things coming up here. Uh, this weekend, don't forget the Annabelle Comes Home will be hitting theaters. Really excited to see that. I know we're both going to go see that this weekend. Well, um, in a minute, we're going to be giving our review of Child's Play. So it kind of feels like it came out perfect timing because you have Child's Play on the lighter end and then Annabelle's going the real darker. And of course, horror. the most horrifying one of them all, Toy Story 4. Oh, let's yeah. not forget. Well, actually, I heard that was really good. I just want to yeah. throw that out there. But still, I haven't seen it. I just heard it was. I, I haven't people either. are saying that it's better than the other I, Toy Story. Movies. I was really hoping when I was in the theater watching Child's Play that like that was going to come on in my theater and, and i was gonna hear a bunch of kids screaming in the theater next to me because that's where that's where toy story was I, it was I, literally one room over from where unfortunately I was. we don't live in canada because that's where that the La <laughs> that's where the la larona incident happened was canada. Right. uh but uh the uh the, what i was going to say is that this past week we had the lighter side if you will well kind of we'll get to that when we do our review next segment so mm -hmm. there's a little teaser for you guys and then this upcoming week with annabelle which we'll be reviewing next week uh that is uh yeah that's a that's a lot more dark yeah, it I don't really think it's going to be as much fun. It, it, you know what? It's getting great reviews so right, far. Right, but I, I'm just saying I don't think it's going to be as much fun as in like Child's Play. It'll was be a more fun, serious, entertaining movie. When we get to that, we'll talk about that more. But it's I don't think it's going to be in that vein. Yeah, it's not going to it's not going to have that sort of entertainment factor to it. I think it's going to be very entertaining, but it's not going to be right, right, right. quote unquote fun. Right, it's right, going to be right. very serious. Right, and dark. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think they'll both I be agree good. With you. The one was entertaining and fun. Right. The other's just going to be horror. So. But I am really psyched to see it after like the first movie got such bad reviews, although I loved it. The second one, I was a little bit less high on, you know, and everybody else actually really liked it. I'm excited for this one. Well, it looks I'm, more like a I'm going to definitely make sure I see it this weekend so we can review it next week. Absolutely. Also, uh, speaking of things reviewing next week, I just want to throw this in there is uh, I, I finally broke down. Once again, they don't pay me. Finally broke down and got Shutter. Mm hmm. 
So now as a group, we have Shutter. We're going to start watching and reviewing some of the Shutter stuff. I know we plugged it before because they have a whole bunch of cool stuff on there. I just, uh, I've had too much going on. Didn't think about it. Today I was home with my stepson and said, hey, you know what I'm going to do because it's my day off. I'm going to order Shutter and check out, see if it's if it's worth keeping because you get a free week. And then I'm like, all right, let's just go ahead and get in there. And boy, I was very impressed. First of all, I must say that for the, the price is uh, $4.99, I do believe, it was, $4.99 or $5.99. So it's very reasonable. Uh, there is a lot of content on it which i was really cool original and classics uh they the one of the cool things that i was telling you about that they do is on their opening screens they have uh basically like a, a uh, they have curators who curate like a block of like real ongoing television if you will that mm-hmm. you can tune into so if you don't know what you want to watch you could tune it in and right now on the bottom of the one of them is called slash tastic one of them's a thriller one and one of them i can't remember the other one is oh shutter originals and they're curated by somebody who pro- programs a 24-hour block and sometimes they have guest celebrity curators but these were you know sometimes just staff and they curate basically between like shows and movies to do on these 24-hour blocks so you could like if you didn't know what you want to watch you're like i just want to watch something horror i don't care what it is i don't care where it is you could actually just turn out oh cool so it's kind of like watching turner classic movies right right right. only not only only it's 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 unedited yeah you know it's it's raw it's rated r it's it's going to be all it's glory glory if you will but, you know, you click on it and you can start watching. I did that today when I first clicked on it because I saw that Behind the Mask was on. And so, and it was only like 15 minutes left of the movie when I clicked on it, but oh well. I love watching right. that end 15 minutes anyway. So I was like, in my glory. I'm like, man, if I had nothing better to do and whenever I turned this on, if I only had a half hour, this would have been a good way to kill 15 minutes. I could have watched, you know, the ending of Behind the Mask or the next movie that was coming on after. But then I was doing some searching through. Uh, one of the cool offerings is then you go to the next page and the next page on it has, it's like Netflix, you know, categories, you can go through them. Uh, uh, they have a whole bunch of search engine. It's really cool. They have a lot of stuff on there. Uh, one of the things I watched today was, I think it's called Shutter Presents. I could be wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't grab the name. There were little five-minute movie, or five-minute clips, I should say, of like them describing different kinds of subgenres of horror movies. So like there was a Jalo one. There was a slasher one. There was a haunted house one. There was a revenge one. And it was kind of really cool because they kind of gave like a description what it, what, what that kind of horror was about. They also then gave like movies that were in that and like how it like the history of it, like a brief history. And then they gave you uh, the most most essential ones that you should see, no matter what, if there was on Shutter or not. You, you need to see these ones are the essential of this brand. And then they gave you a listing of ones that were on Shutter or used to be on Shutter, depending upon when you watched it. And, uh, you, you know, to check out there. And it's amazing. That was really cool. It kind of gives you a little introduction. They're only about five minutes long, so you can watch. I think there were six of them. You can watch all six of them in 30 minutes. And if you didn't know what a subgenre was or what it entitled it, you had it there. I also, while I was there, checked out the history, uh, Eli Ross History of Horror, which was on AMC originally. It is now on Shutter. I checked that out while I was there. That was also very good to check out. Uh, they also have a the... Uh, uh, film noir horror noir one that was done by jordan peele that's a document about an hour and a half documentary on uh, uh the black history of horror so i kind of nice. want to see that as well uh but then there's tons of movies on there uh re- reason i'm bringing it up though in a nutshell was because there was a movie that just came out this this month called bore that stars bill mosley the great bill mosley and uh that is uh me and mike are probably gonna try to watch that this weekend so we can review that as well next week uh, we heard good things and i'm also gonna try in the next couple weeks when i'm not busy to watch the the movie everybody was talking about from last year was mandy uh starring nick uh, cage yeah i'm it's on vacation from original. work all next week so i'm gonna try to catch some of these things too so uh, you know we, so we can definitely talk about them absolutely so next week we're gonna talk about bore 
and Annabelle. So I just right. wanted that's why I wanted to throw out there and, and, and check out Shutter if you're a horror fan because actually there was quite a cool a lot of stuff on there. I was right. very impressed. They have a lot of cool originals that I can't wait to check out. Plus on top of that, there's a lot of classics on there. Lots right. of them. I mean, I know Halloween four and five were both on there. Like so, there's big name stuff. I mean, there's even bigger name stuff than that. I'm just listening off some stuff off the top of my head. So can't wait to check it out. Check it out. Um, you know, the last thing I want to talk about while we're talking about streaming services, uh, next week's a big week as well. We'll probably talk about it on next week's show even more. But finally, finally coming back, season three of Stranger Things. It'll July be hitting 4th. July 4th. I will probably have that watch before the fireworks go off. Yeah, so. I, mean, I, I think that's going to be my uh, my uh, Independence Day celebration because I have the day off from work. I think I'm just going to sit in and just binge straight through Stranger Things. So right. the week after that, because uh, our show will be coming to you before then, the week after that, we will definitely be talking about Stranger Things season oh, three. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I can't wait for it. I've been waiting for it for this whole past year. Uh, have you guys been waiting for it out there? Because I hope you have. If you have been waiting for it, we'd like to hear from you. Also, if you want to talk about anything else we talked about, if you want to steer us in the direction of something to watch on Shutter or anywhere else, or make any comment that you want, we always want to hear from you guys. Facebook, HorrorZone607, just type that in, find us there. If you like like that page, if you already like the page, that's awesome. Would you please share that page and rate and review that to help us out because that's awesome of you as well. We're not asking for money. We're just asking you to you know kind of help us out a little bit. Also, while you're at it, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HorrorZone607. And remember to join our conversation. Use the hashtag HZ607 and uh, we will, uh, you know, just like Candyman, you say it five times and we'll be there. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to take the last break, if you will, before we come back and talk some horror, because it would be talking horror time. Absolutely. Look at that shitty plug. And most importantly, we are going to review Child's Play. And I want to point this out. A lot of times we try to be spoiler light. I don't know if I can do that for this movie. I'm going to so try. I'm going to try, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forewarn you. There will be spoilers. <laughs> no matter what, there will be spoilers. And uh, we'll try to keep it to a minimum. But just in case the conversation gets hot, because it was it was a good movie to talk about. I just I'm just gonna throw that out there. Uh, just so if you want to pause it here and then come back after you haven't seen it, it, and if you haven't seen it, what are you waiting for? I'm just telling you about. It. Oh, you shame on you! Watch, watch that movie. But we're gonna come right back. We're gonna give you a review. There will be some spoilers. Like I said, we won't go too heavy into them. We won't give you you know anything that's like crazy crazy. But definitely some spoilers. I just want to forewarn you because I don't want to feel like a dick. But we'll be right back. You're listening to Horizon Six Oh Seven. Welcome back to The Zone. As we said before the break, 
this final segment of the show, we'll be talking some horror, as we usually do every week. And uh, this week, we will be talking about Child's Play, the new remake that just hit theaters, theaters this past week. I uh, just want to start by saying it, it did uh, pretty well. It didn't do as, as well as they were hoping, but it still made $14.1 million at the box office domestically. They were only uh, estimating it at $20 million, so it came up just short. Just short, but, but still did pretty well. But the good news is they're still predicting it to do about $40 million in theaters, which I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but for a horror movie, that's pretty damn good. And on top of that, the budget of the movie was only $10 million. Right. So they've already made the money back in opening week. So, uh, you know, you just draw the conclusion like you would from any other horror franchise. We'll probably be seeing a sequel to this movie just because it made money. Yeah. And they're already the, the director's already talking about what he's going right. to try to do. Yeah. Well, once again, anytime you make money, you're right. going to get a sequel. So that's not a surprise in the horror realm. Uh, speaking of the movie, though, uh, first off, if you haven't seen it, once again, uh, before we even dive in, just go see the movie. It is highly entertaining. Yeah, and we were talking about this off air. We, we mentioned this many times on air, you know, over the last six months or so uh, since it was announced. I that we hated had, it. Rich hated the idea. I wasn't particularly fond of it. My biggest problem with, with it is that the original series is still going strong. Uh, my buddy Sean, if you're listening, I, he disagrees when I say that it's going strong after the last movie that came out. I don't think it's going strong, but it's, it's still, still going. It's still going. I give it's still popular. A lot of people loved they're, Cult they're of doing Chucky. A, they're doing a show off of it. Yes. They're building a show off of it. So it is still going, in my opinion, strong. So until they get rid of that series. However, a month ago, I softened a little bit. I saw some of the finalized trailers and the poster work because they right. did all the poster work, of course, to destroying different Toy Story characters, if you will. And then they <laughs> they're also, still doing those, but actually they, Annabelle got it. Yeah, Annabelle got it this time. <laughs> uh, but uh, they they did that, so that was entertaining. And then the the last couple trailers I checked out, and I was like, you know what? It doesn't look bad. Uh, the Mark Hamill thing was a good thing. They announced that was a great Mark move. Hamill. They announced Mark Hamill, which they weren't going to originally announce it. I guess they were just going to wait until the movie came out. But then they knew people weren't happy, so they announced it. Okay, so that got my piqued my interest. I looked at the last trailer, the last two trailers, and then the promotional tools. I said, you know what? I'll give it a watch. What's the worst case scenario? This movie can't be worse than Chernobyl Diaries, and I went and saw that. <laughs> so it can't be worse. Not much is. No, no, nothing is. So it can't be worth it. That and Fear.com are probably the two worst horror movies you, I've you ever You never seen. saw Deathbed, The Bed That Eats, then, I don't think. No, no, no. But I'm talking about that I ever went to a theater to see. We're no. not talking about ones on at home. Gotcha. Trust me, I've seen plenty of bad ones at home as well. <laughs> I have watched The Gingerbread Man. I mean... The Ginger Dead Man. Oh, sorry. Yeah, The Gingerbread Dead Ooh, Man. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw the third one, Saturday yeah, Night Cleaver. That, that's, that's, that's rough. It's that's another rough. show. That's another topic rough. for another show. But I'm just saying, I, I, I've seen some bad B movies, but we're talking about in the theater. I've seen Fear. I saw Fear.com in the theater. And I also saw Chernobyl Diaries, and they were both the drizzles big time. Yeah. So it can't be worse than that. So I'm like, so up front, I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And uh, Mike, you went to see it first, because I do yep. believe you went to see it Friday? Saturday morning. Saturday morning. And I didn't go to see it until Sunday. And you messaged me uh, when you were doing your review. And I didn't really, I don't, I, I put your review up on the site, but I didn't read the review because I purposely wanted to see the movie myself. But you, I did, you did go, listen, what I'm going to tell you is you'll enjoy the movie. I'm not going to tell you anything else. You're going to enjoy the movie and you're going to enjoy the soundtrack. And I went into that movie going, okay, if you said I'm going to enjoy it, that means I already kind of in my head was like, okay, this must be a heavy slasher film. Cause that's the only reason you'd be like, you're going to enjoy this movie is a heavy no. slasher. So I'm like, okay. 
And uh, and I did enjoy this the soundtrack, by the way. The score to oh, that movie is amazing. I cannot say enough. The score to this movie, let me just talk about yeah, that real just quick. Just jump right in and talk about the score. You know, that is what had me more amped than anything. Now, I'm big on horror movie scores. I've mentioned it before. I've, I've put up things on our, our Facebook page about it before. But it's kind of a lost art when it comes to horror. They just kind of make ominous tones. And, you know, that kind of just has like the... Yes and no. Because, I mean, in the heyday in the 80s, everybody had their... I'm talking more Right, right. More I'm recently. talking about recent, but I'm just saying... And, and I, I'm just kind of backing you up, but everybody had their, their tone. Right. Had, had their... Jason. We, we know the Jason music. There's a couple different... Depending upon what Jason's doing, there's a couple different mu- mu- music. Right. If he's on the prowl, you have that picked up music. If he's just, you know, walking around, you have that... You know, right. So you have that. Of course, Michael Myers, we have a few different things, depending upon, once again... I mean, if somebody's running for me, you get the... Dun-dun. Yep. Right. And if not, you just get the normal. So you get one of those depending upon. And then even Freddy has the, not only does he have the one, two Freddy's coming for you, but he has that. I can't really do the one that he, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. The theme. So you have a sound that you associate with those movies. And that's been a lost art. I agree with you because probably starting in the 90s with the Scream reboot, things just don't have a theme anymore yeah i mean scream did scream did have one if you go back and you watch it they kept it the same from movie to movie it did have its theme little, and i and i dug little, it but it wasn't as good it wasn't, it wasn't as, as good iconic. as the 80s it wasn't as iconic but it had its noticeable sound now and saw had it too so saw did saw, saw, saw did. had that saw i knew rare, rare you know what exception. saw is when yeah. you hear that song it's a rare exception but i would say the original child's play didn't it didn't, and I, here's I the thing. I never heard it. I, I wrote a review. It's up on the 8122 Productions uh, website right now. 8122.com. Yes, it's also up on our Facebook page, and it's on Twitter. Um, the you links know, are everywhere. Yeah, it really is everywhere, and I put a lot of time into this review because I had a lot to say about it, and um, I was actually playing the original theme while I was doing it when I got to the point where I was going to talk about the score. So I had this playing in the background. Now, I have seen Child's Play and its sequels a gazillion times each. And because I'm a big fan of the original series, even the ones that weren't as good, I, I'm a fan of that series. And I don't recall that music playing in any of them. Nope. And the theme song that was in this, the, the score that they that they played in this, especially when the final credits were playing. The buddy song? Oh, my God. Now, he's, now Chucky sings the buddy song several times throughout the movie. It's kind of one of those, like, I, you know, kind of, I think it's more for comic relief almost. I mean, it wasn't, but it was. There was people that were chuckling in the theater when like, I saw it. Like, because the, it was kind of not placed. even a spoiler. There's a, there's a portion where, where Andy's about to go to sleep, and it's Chucky's first time in the house. He's like, oh, I'm going to sleep. He goes, oh, do you want me to sing you the buddy song? And he's like, no. And he just <laughs> He just does it anyway. It's just like, I'm your buddy. I'm your pal. Something like that. I will never let you down. I can't, I don't remember the whole thing, but it's something akin to that. Right. I wish I knew the whole thing. I'm going to learn the whole thing because it was pretty fun. Well, I have it up on on our Facebook page. Yeah, we can't play it on the mics, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, we're not allowed to. However, um, let me tell you that the the final credits, there's no, this is minor spoiler. It's not really giving anything away. And I put this in my my review. There's no mid or post credit scenes or anything like Listen, that. Listen, that's not considered a spoiler. That's considered saving somebody in the theater well, true. from sitting there. Because you told me that too in your message where you weren't spoiling anything. Yeah. I'm like, thanks, Mike, because that means now, I can leave. But now, I, didn't, normally, I didn't stay to listen a little bit. Normally, I would get up and go at that point. But when I, uh, the first thing I've been doing when I've been seeing these horror movies at the theater lately, the last several months, I'm going on. Online on my phone at the end of it and I'm looking on Google to see if there's a post credit scene or mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. and it told me that there wasn't but it said you want to stay I listened and I had chills 
from my head to my toes listening to this because he sings the buddy song but it has the score playing with it and i am not kidding when i tell you that the only other time that i've ever had chills listening to a score of a movie was the original halloween mm -hmm. and i had them as i was leaving the theater walking all the way down the hall walking out the front door i, I the, the hair on my arms was actually standing on end and it just it was that good and it deserves oh, to be up there with some of the best ever they nailed it it's kind of like a toy mm -hmm. toy store it's a tone jingle. to it's a, it it's a jingle it is it's yeah it's pretty, it pretty it much these. a jingle but it's really good on yeah top of it. but it's like once the bass and the drums start hitting with it it was just like oh my god oh yeah, my god so, good. so you want to hear it it's on facebook i did post it and uh, it's worth checking out trust so, me it is an amazing score and it really they nailed it and it really helped me with the movie it was one of the better things i was in the gonna movie. say during the movie you hear the score music and then you don't hear it put to the buddy song until the until the, the end until the end until the credits and that's where you're like oh it's it, that's why they were playing this all movie long because it sounds good throughout the whole movie right I bet you're just like oh okay they, they got somebody to compose a really cool score you just thought it was just normal like you would say background music for, for a horror movie until the end and then you realize oh crap this is the buddy theme Right. Like this is song the the score that they've been playing all movie long when he's going around doing his thing is the damn theme that he sings during the movie and now we're getting the the song with it. Right. And it was really cool. Uh so uh, let's jump into the movie. Once again, we're going to try not to go into spoilers. There's going to be some. We, I, we apologize. So there is a little spoiler alert. I promise we won't give away anything that is too uh, too uh, horrible, if you will. Uh, but I, I, I'm, not, like, I'm not even going to go into the backstory, which I wish I could because I don't want to spoil it for the people. But I will say this. I came out of this movie for two, th two things, and I will start with the story. The storyline of this movie was very good. Mm -hmm. uh, I liked the backstory of Chucky for this, believe it or not. It made more, like, I, I sometimes don't like the whole supernatural explanation, as you know. Uh, and, and I like the original series. I just never dug the whole voodoo thing. Right. This brings it up. It makes it uh, up to date. And it's something that technically could happen, in a way. I mean, it, it basically, the more and more we get towards Alexa, because basically what Chucky is, is, <laughs> it's like an is, Alexa. is a walking AI Alexa. Yeah. That's all it is. He walks, he talks, he's your friend, you can teach him to play games with you, you can conversate with him, he's an AI and he fully functionally walks around. Like, that's what he's supposed to do. But he's also like Alexa, so you can have him, and I mean, it's in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. Right. You can have him turn your TV on. You can have him change your heat. You can have, he can, he interacts with everything. Everything that, that Kesslin makes, because Kesslin makes all these things that, that, that it's basically Google. So it's all the interactive stuff. The lights are interactive. Your alarm is interactive. Your TV's interactive. They even have self-driving Kesslin cars that are interactive. He, and Chucky is like Alexa. He can navigate with all, but it also walks around like an AI and talks to you, and you can teach to play games. So he learns. Uh, that's the whole point. Like, he has things built into him already, and he learns. So... Going through the movie, they do a good job in the beginning where there's, you know, no killing because obviously we know it's a horror movie, so there's killing. So go, there's no killing. They do a good job of building up the story of how he's learning certain things. And yeah, that was show, really cool. What they show you in the original part, why he's able to do things that other ones aren't is really cool. So that comes into play. So now, you know, he can do things that other ones aren't because of what happened. And on top of that, now he's learning things that technically he shouldn't learn. And then he's using his AI brain, which actually also has feelings because he's AI. So it's weird. And then he also has this power to control Kesslin products. And because he's self-aware, because of what happened, he's self-aware, his self-aware AI-ness can do whatever he wants. So right, he's, he can't just he doesn't just control the the products that you program him in your house. 
because he's self-aware, he can hack into the system anywhere. Right. And I just want to point out, too, you know, there, there were things I didn't like about this movie, and we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked the, um, you know, as part of the charm of this movie was uh, because the doll had feelings, there was almost a sweetness to mm-hmm. this doll, you know, which was completely different than the Charles Lee Ray version of the original series. This, this doll was sweet. He he meant well. You know, he just... <laughs> Even through the climax of the movie, and, and let's not be honest, I mean, this isn't a spoiler, shit's going to hit the fan, right? And you know, in this movie, shit hits the fan. Even through that, even through it, if you think about it, his bond with Andy is still tight because Andy's upset about certain things he has to do in the movie. Even right. to the end, even to the end when, when Chucky's done such un, unbearable, horrible things that you should never forgive him for, Andy, because he has this bond because of that sweetness, still has a spot in his heart and it upsets him to have to do what he has to do uh, and coming into the third act. Right. And it's it's crazy to think about that. That, 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 that. And they got it over to that point. Like, you could feel the emotion. Right. You could feel, like you said, there was, you could feel the sweetness of the doll, even though it's evil and it's doing bad things, but it's doing them for a reason. Like, in the first movie, really, the, there was no reason. I mean, yeah, I guess he was oh, trying hide to hide the soul. Yeah, he was trying to play hide the whole, hide the soul, but... And he had to that, because Andy was, no... was the first one that saw him right, in, his, right. in his new form. Right, right, right. But, they, but also... It, there's no rhyme or reason to the other things he did. Right. Like, you didn't have to kill everybody off. You could have gotten... If it, As a matter of fact, it probably been easier to get him to hide this hole if you wouldn't have killed everything else off and made it harder for yourself. You know, logically, he put a bunch of roadblocks in his own way. Yeah, yeah. This doll, on the other hand, in this movie, there's reasoning behind everything he does, including in the end when he flips the script, if you will. Because even at that time, he, uh, you know, goes ahead and, you know... It, it becomes like you said, feelings, jealousy. Right, jealousy is a real feeling, and he feels that, and it's crazy. The, 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 basically, I, I don't, I, I don't know if he says it in the movie or not, but basically, it's one of those. If I can't have you, nobody can. Yeah, I mean, he does become very jealous and vengeful, and that's what pretty much sets off right, the, right, the final right. act and, and third his act. Murderous, great, great. Oh yeah. Uh, so the second thing I want to talk about before I dive into some of that murderous stuff, if you will, was also like the original series. It was very. There was a good amount of humor. And I yeah. like the humor. There's a lot of sar- you know, with more than the original. The movie, yeah, more than the more than the original. But as the series grew, they kept a lot of humor, uh, and it was sarcastic, dark humor that we love at this show, especially. Right. And, you know, me and you are both fans of it. Aubrey Plaza was in the movie. They left her humor in, which was right. great for this movie. Lots of gallows humor. Lots of like it's is really really. It's not over the top. It's not out of place. You feel like, you know, so in the movie, you feel like there's a drama portion of this movie where you start to feel for the doll. You start to feel for Andy. You know, you you feel for both of them. Right. And then there's, while that's going on and throughout the movie, even into the killings, there's moments where they kind of break it up by giving you some really cool, genuine comedy. Like, not over-the-top slapstick, like, ah! Yeah, it wasn't like Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky horror. It was, like you said, it was more... It's organic. It's more of an organic comedy. Right. You have sarcastic, like, Aubrey Plaza is... Aubrey Plaza in the movie. She's, yeah. she's sarcastic and has the gallows humor. And you have that during a horror movie, which makes it amazing. Because you're there to see a horror movie and there's dark, deep gallows humor. And it's good. And it's not like, once again, it doesn't feel forced. It's not like, oh, we did this to do a pun. Ha, ha, ha. There's none of that. Because we're going to get to the next part in a second. Because when the kills come, the kills come. 
yeah and it true, takes a while for them to it's a man. true slasher film when it when it happens yeah it's the only we were talking about this off air and uh, jumping right into it i don't care this movie is a slasher movie oh yeah. yes they take a good 30 40 minutes of the beginning of the about 40 minutes of about half so the movie's an hour and a half long about 40 45 minutes of this movie is set building up the characters which in this movie was great especially for the first movie so you get to build you get a relationship with andy a real relationship with andy you feel for him you get a relationship and know who his mother is and how much he cares and she's trying even though she's a single mom she's trying to live her life she's she was a young mom she's trying to give her kids stuff it's crazy now that's so one you, of the things i just not to interrupt you here that's one of the things i'm going to come back to yeah, because yeah, i fine. actually didn't care as much well you don't really but we'll come yeah, back to but, that but, but but her part of the movie is just to make you feel worse for andy believe it or not yeah because she is trying you can see her point but it makes you feel bad for andy right because it andy's had a tough life as you can tell yeah so now you feel bad for andy then you insert the fact that he gets his friend he has no friends right like like uh, and uh, sorry if that's a spoiler but he has no friends and then he gets his 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 buddy doll which leads to a real funny uh naming the buddy doll which of course because mark hamill's in the movie uh the name of the doll should have been han solo yeah that's what he tried to name him and then he's like i like chucky chucky sounds good uh, what that's not, that's what, not I what i said, said. it's a great <laughs> line sorry if that spoils it but that was a good line because i it just was just something great but that's kind of the humor you have to look forward to in this movie literally he says he goes what what is, what is my name and he, and he han solo of course being mark hamill that's like ah he called him han solo <laughs> and then he's like oh chucky i like that name and he's like i didn't say that oh yep chucky's my name <laughs> right it's like okay pretty much it was what it was but uh so so but you get the relationship with him then you add in chucky so you, now you have a relationship with the two of them who chucky is his only real friend right and you have the bond between them this bond and, and so building this i didn't feel bad at all then you insert some other kids who start to like him because of chucky right and then you build in the building up of chucky's uh memory bank if you will right and how he's what's going to progress to what what happens and then and there's a certain horror movie that kind of leads him to become the oh yeah texas chainsaw massacre too yes yes yeah. <laughs> and so so which is kind of funny yeah it was and so so then you 40 45 minutes in the movie we hit the ground running and once you hit the ground it doesn't stop it's full-on slasher and uh, i'm going to use some of your stuff atmosphere was there yeah every every kill felt like a stalking everything felt like it was like it was uh, th like in the first original one i can understand for because i animatronics we didn't see the doll as much you know you did see some of it but you didn't see the doll as much it's kind of like a Jaws scenario where you know it was little pitter patters and little like this in this right. movie of course because we can take advantage of cgi and actually the cgi didn't look too bad the dolls everywhere right everywhere so uh vicious kills this is the goriest child's play movie i've ever seen and that's not a bad thing it's amazing and don't it's forget red man got his guts spilled out in seed of chucky yeah and this and was more this was, <laughs> this was oh, bloodier than that oh movie. man all i have to say and i'm not going to spoil it i just have to say table saw that's it table saw watch this movie you'll know table yep. saw and uh chuck so basically chucky's just often people Often people and just anybody that's a threat to his relationship yep, with Andy disgustingly and thoroughly it is great. And then the third act happens and the third act is a mass murder people. The third act is all hell breaks loose. Yeah. And it is phenomenal. And let's not give away no, what no, no, happens no. here, but Oh my God. But I want to say, and, and this is one of the ones that I do have to spoil before we go it is a little, it's a small spoiler. It's not a big one, folks. Could you believe that they pulled the trigger on a nice couple streams of blood spraying right into a little girl's face? Yeah, that did happen. 
That did happen. And I mean, not and, 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 so stab, <laughs> mind you, I'm, I, just kinda, I won't set up the situation, but there's a stab to a neck. And once the knife comes out, it's right in front of a little girl and she gets blasted with a couple like good splurts you know, I like, just wanna, from the neck. I just want to say too that that person, I'm not even going to say if it's a guy or a girl, the person that that happens to. <laughs> Oh, that poor person. That poor bastard. <laughs> he, he, he couldn't catch a break all Okay, now it. it's a he. Okay, well, we, Sorry, we spilled it. it was a he. That's a huge spoiler. It was, it's not a huge kidding. spoiler. I'm but kidding. Here's, a, here's the thing. There's no way. Trust me. If we, Trust me. You wouldn't feel as bad for him if it wasn't <laughs> I know. a he. Because poor bastard can't catch a break at all. The uh, whole movie. You'll, wait until you see it. It's great. Poor guy. It's not, but I'm just saying, they went to a spot where a little, and when I mean a little girl, that girl couldn't have been older than six. Yeah, she looked like she was and She gets blasted with like, like a couple streams of like visceral blood to the face. Yeah. And I when I saw that I was like like mind you there's already been some vile gory kills but that was like I was laughing my butt off when well, that so happened. Would, so did I but I'm just going that was like the gloves are off. Yeah. They don't care. <laughs> they did. This is great. And then and then carnage ensues. Like yeah. real carnage. And setting up to a hell of a climatic uh third third act a third act into a great ending. The ending yeah. I liked, and I even liked uh the the post the the, the very end even. Yeah. Cuz I, I I dug all of it. Uh I'm going to let you get in some detractions. I, I mean, I have some detractions. I, I do believe it was a little too slow-paced uh, in the beginning. I do like the build because I do think we needed it because it really did create this cool mm-hmm. bond, and I think that we wouldn't have gotten that. And I think in future movies, you could probably not do as much of that because right. we've already got the We've bond. already got the people. But, but So, I mean, I think they did a great job of setting it up, but you could have probably made it about 10 minutes less. But with that being said, I don't know if you could have because that I think that would have been violence overload because that yeah. last 45 minutes, when that picks up, the violence is bad. You know what? Here's the thing. I, I didn't mind the pacing of it. I thought it had excellent pacing, and I didn't expect that. I really didn't expect that. Um, but to be a Debbie Downer, womp, womp, you know, to, to be that and, and to kind of get into the things that I didn't like, um, you know, the one thing we, we tried not to do, and it was impossible not to do, was compare this movie to the original movie. I'm not talking about the sequels. I'm talking about Child's Play versus Child's Play. It was impossible to do. You had Karen Barclay. You had Andy Barclay. You had Chucky. You had um, the the detective, Mike. You, you had all of that. They had the same names and everything. Here's what I didn't like, and I'll try to be as, as light with the spoilers as I can with some of this. But um, the original movie, one of the things that was so sweet and charming about it was that Andy was, what, six years old? Karen was the hardworking mother that wanted to do something nice for her son and get him a birthday present, tried as hard as she could to get that good guy doll for him, and she did, and she didn't believe him with what was going on. And, you know, there was some of that stuff that was there in this one, but Andy was 13, I think, years old in this one. He was a loner. He was a different kind of kid. Um, He wasn't that sweet little boy like he was in the original. Mm Mm-hmm. In the original one, you didn't know if it was Andy or, or what. You know, you, the viewer, kind of assume that it's the doll that's coming to life because, you know, the first time you see it anyway, you, you know, it hadn't been done yet. But, you know, it was kind of implied that maybe Andy was doing this in the original. Well, this one, although I think they kind of tried to imply that in certain parts, you know, it just, he wasn't the sweet little boy. And it wasn't this loving, caring mother. I, I know that that was there a little bit. But I just thought the bond was much, much tighter in the original. And that's one of the things that sucked me into the original movie. It had that substance and story to it. Whereas this one, I just kind of felt like they threw it at you. But yeah. you already know what the story is. You don't, you know, we don't really need to get into this but, as much. But I feel like the, the at the end of the day, the you really needed to believe in the beginning of that movie and to the build of that movie that the only bond that he really has is with Chucky. Because that's 
that's how that's that that bond is the probably the most important part because it plays off for both characters. And I feel like having the mother who's trying her yeah. best, but is still being neglectful because she's also you know young and and not doing things particularly right. I feel like that was a way to make the bond stronger with Chucky. And so that makes you feel worse for Andy and it makes you feel good about the bond between the two of them. Right. And then later on when there's, where's the, there's that internal conflict in Andy uh, as far as him and Chucky, because he knows Chucky's doing some horrible things. Right. And there's, but there's still like this, this friction and this, he still has this bond to, to Chucky who is his, his best friend legitimately. Right. But there, that's one of that the things. So that leads to some. That leads to some good uh, friction. Which yeah, is good. but it was one of the things that kind of detracted. It, you know, the, from the story for me. You know, he's a thirteen-year-old kid. When I was thirteen years old, we didn't have this kind of stuff. But if we did, I wouldn't be hanging out with a doll, thinking, "Oh, this is my best." Friend. You know, you're just a little too but old for that. If he was younger, I could believe that but you more. Didn't, you didn't come from the background he did either. True. He didn't have anybody. True. But I will also point this out. You, it, also, with the, the kids being older in the movie, mm-hmm. and I hope they bring all of them back, by the way. Because yeah. the group of kids in that movie was was super good, and I liked them. I would like to see them going forward. Uh, if there is sequels of this movie, I would like to see them going forward. Right. Uh, but the kids that were in this movie, you could believe that they could take the fight to somebody, though. Because, yeah, they're like, pretty tough like, kids. Like they had to, like, because that's, at the end of the day, they're the ones that know, so they're part of the saving of the day falls on the kids. Right. So you believe, you know, I don't believe a six-year-old, I mean, I understand that it's a doll, but I don't believe a six-year-old is knowing how to take a fight to anybody. But these 13-year-old kids with a little tough edge to them, man. And that's true. They can take a fight. Especially the chick. The girl, the girl was like the badass. Oh, the she really was. She was stepping up I on did people. like her. Like, she was great. Actually, the whole, you know, the whole crew was good. I liked yeah. it. The, the core of the four kids that come down to it at the end even is, is such a good core once again keep them together as your uh, they could be your new losers club for this, this series because they're a good set of kids right to play off of but i mean they, they they i believe that they had to do what they had to do and i i mean i didn't take the detraction from that i mean it was a little weird to get a doll but he they make reference to that because if you think about it when he gets the doll he's like don't he's like oh, this I'm a little is stupid old? don't you think i'm a little old for that yeah. and his mom's like but i tried really hard and she you could tell that she's like so to please his mom he's like okay but then he starts to like realize that he can do fun because he realizes about the doll he can do fun stuff with it right and that's what he does and he actually earns friends off of the fun stuff yeah, the that's true. Does. you know and it wasn't like the biggest thing that i hated about you know or anything like that it just kind of was just like eh. it was more the relationship yeah. between mom and son from the original you know i i didn't want to compare compare it and, and let's get this straight they were two completely different movies oh, yeah, they, they're not even the same universe. They, they were night and day so you know that was good if they tried to be more like the original it would have really really been bad so at least it did that. Um, a couple of the other things I didn't really care for. Uh, again, I touched on it a second ago. Detective Mike Norris, played by Chris Sarandon in the original one. He was, you know, kind of the skeptical cop and was trying to find out if Andy was a killer and blah, 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 blah. Um, and this one, the character was a little bland. Um, this one, his mother lives in the same building that Andy does. And the detective is just more there for comic relief oh, in this one. There are some good moments to that. Because the mom, the mom is great. the mom was great. You know, she really kind of stole the show. And his, you know, the Mike Norris character and his reaction, you know, his uh, the way he reacted to some of the things that she did and said were great. You know, oh, yeah. that was good. It was, but it was there for comic relief. Whereas he was a much more serious, strong character in the original one. Um, you know, just I don't know something about that character and the way they went with it. Again, it's a different movie, but why did you name them the same thing? Nah, I, mean, I don't know. It's just that you know, maybe I'm being nitpicky. Um, and then another thing is the the and I think we kind of talked about this last week maybe was the design of Chucky. I don't know. I, I get why they made him look a little bit different. It's just something about the look of the doll compared to the look of the original. The original one to me was a lot scarier looking. This one was just kind of 
I don't know. Something about the look of it I didn't care for. I really wasn't a mm. fan of his design. It does lead to some, it does lead to some fun scenes, though. I mean, it did, wow. you know, especially later on in the final act, some of the where they go with it, like some of the other things that happen. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about even when uh, they're teaching it to be scary. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, that was a fun it's scene so in there. Fun, yeah. You know, and that got a good laugh. I, I don't know. I, I Overall, I got to put it down like this. It was a slasher movie through and through. I love that part about it. Uh, I don't feel like any other child's play ever felt like a slasher movie, in right. my opinion, even the original. Uh, they felt like just, you know, I mean, the original was a little more terrifying and not as tongue-in-cheek as the rest of them. However, it just didn't feel like like this did. This is a straight slap. The other one was kind of a thriller. They had kind of like a whodunit, as you pointed out, element to it. Right. But on top of that, then, you know, at the end, you, you realize, you know, the doll, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, that's scary on its own. But this one is just straight slasher. Right. Like, the last 45 minutes, blood and gore galore. It's just like, it's just, it's great. It's just balls to the wall. Uh, so that makes it a slasher. Uh, the comedy, like I said, was not forced and was fun. A lot of gallows humor, which makes it even better because it's a horror movie. Uh, Mark Hamill, that's not lost upon him at all. He did an amazing job as the voice he of He did. And, you know, again, being nitpicky, he's not Brad Dorif. He's not the same. He's not as menacing. But, again, that kind of goes back to his, like, innocence that he kind of has. You know, it just it's something about the character. He just he has an innocence. And to, to be it. fun and to be fun, he never drops any of the iconic lines. No, you're never. right. Never. So they changed it. I mean he does he comes close to the wanna play, but it doesn't right. say wanna, he doesn't say wanna play, he says it's playtime. Right. So, so there was the differences. Um, you know, again, I'm just kind of comparing the two. Truth be told, if I was reviewing the original one right now, if I had to score it, I'd probably say seven, somewhere between a seven and an eight is probably what I'd give it because it's kind of like it or not, whether people want to disagree with it or not. Chucky is nearly as iconic as Michael, Jason, Freddy, Leatherface. You talk about the great horror icons. Chucky's one that always comes to mind. Like it or not, it is a fact. I mean, it's he's just the way that second it is. tier, maybe. Second but tier. people I mean, think about him the same way. So you're you're more of a fan of the the product. I I I don't I don't grade it as high. I never was a big child's play guy. Yeah, and I'm not giving it like a ten or anything. I'd probably give it like a I seven, mean, seven respect, and a half. I was gonna say I respect I respect the the place of Chucky and the uh, the, the the horror franchise. I, right. I respect that. But I mean, even the original to me. I don't know. It's maybe neck and neck with this one. And the well, that's I what I was going to say. I, I believe that this movie is as good as the original. You know, and, and that's what I was going to say. Is I, I think it's maybe slightly different only because of the comparison I have and because of my love for the original. But it, I, honest to God, if I'm being honest about this, I think if this movie came out first and then years down the line, they actually remade it. And what we know as the original was actually the remake. I think people would be saying the same thing about the remake or about the original that we're saying about the remake. Oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. I, I think they are pretty neck and neck. If you look at it as standalone, it's a standalone, this movie is a completely different movie that is it, on, on its own has a better, on, on, I'm not, I'm not trying to crap on it, but it has a better storyline. It, it doesn't have the supernatural junk in it. I'm sorry. I, I, I just never liked that aspect of, of, and see, of that's kind of Charles one of the things I movie. did like about the but original. But I, I, I just don't like that. I'm just I like the Charles you know, I'm just Ray. Not a big, I'm not a big fan of that. So it had the, it, it has a more tech look. It had a better tech story because it, at the end of the day, where we're going with AI and advanced robotics, this this could happen. This could be real. You know, if you put Alexa into walking form and, and, and you know, I don't want to give away how the, how messed that happens, but that could happen. Somebody right. could technically do something like this and have this happen the result could have you know maybe not exact but you know what i mean it could it's a possibility more so than you're never going to see somebody put their soul inside of a doll that tries to play hide the soul yeah like that's not going to happen it's not real whereas this could actually happen so i think that that lends itself to be a more 
I would say, credible story. Yeah, and I just kind of get lost in the original one, so I think that's why it doesn't yeah. really bother me as much as it would you. Right, um, right. Something about that kind of scares me more, uh, just because Charles Lee Ray was scarier. He was more menacing yeah, in the original. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, maybe where, where the difference is to me. So, um, But yeah, I mean, you know, great movie. I agree with most of what you're saying. Again, the, the, the character buildup, I didn't find... Yeah, I didn't love it as much as what you did uh, for the reasons I just gave. But overall, if you were going to score this movie, what would you give this? I said six and a half out of ten. Six and a half out of ten. Okay. So in my review, I gave it a six out of ten. Slightly less than I would give the original if I was to grade that. So very, very close to the original. Um, you know, again, Mark Hamill was great. Although I didn't like the design of Chucky. I didn't have a problem with the direction they took him. A um, little bit of weak characterization from the from the main characters, in my opinion. But an amazing, amazing score that really, really helped me enjoy this movie even more than I already had. But as I was telling you, I kind of want to start like kind of a grade system too, only for myself, just because sometimes even a number doesn't let out because six and a half is better than above average. And it's actually a really good movie, but sometimes it doesn't give the entertaining value. So we were talking about it earlier and I was like, how can we do this? And I'm like, well, you know, an A would be for something that you should see in the theaters and then, and then own a B is like, ah, eh, you might want to see it in the theater or you might want to wait until DVD, but you know, it's worth, it's worth a watch. It's worth watching at one time. A C is, you know, eh, probably just wait till it comes out on, uh, Netflix or Amazon and rent it and watch it that one time. Uh, a D would be like, eh, if you have nothing else better to do and it's free on some service you have, you know, take it. And an F is, what are you thinking? What the F are you thinking? Right. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we have to watch some of those movies for you guys because that's just a sacrifice we have to make. But hopefully, you don't want to do this. This movie, I would rate as an A. Even though I gave it a six out of, and a half out of ten, this movie was super entertaining. It was a lot of fun. And it was a slasher film if you're a slasher fan. So I gave it an A. I, I, I plan on buying this movie and adding it to my collection. And I saw it in the theater. I enjoyed it. I will buy it. I will watch it again. And I will add it to my collection and, you know, periodically probably check into this movie again because I think it was as good as it could be. And no. uh, it makes me look forward to with the money they made. I'm sure there'll be a sequel. It makes me look forward to the sequel. Hopefully, hopefully they don't ruin it and they go on the same path and we get the kids that were in this one back and we kind of continue the story. If we do that, I, I feel like this movie could be good. I feel like it could be. I do good. too. I do too. And they, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Let's not drop the ball with it. I mean, even from, from the original child's play to child's play Two, you had Andy and you had Chucky, but, and they kind of explain mm. why it went off the direction it did, but it was kind of stupid. Yeah. And I like child's play too, but um, it's yeah. just, it kind of went down a dumb path and this, don't make that same mistake. You can make an exact, you know, a direct sequel oh, yeah. that has all the right stuff in it. You know, do it because it's going to get a sequel. It's going to make enough money that it's going to happen. All right. So uh, we'll turn it over to you one last time. Uh, the fans, this is the opportunity. Hey, this week we want to hear. If you saw Child's Play, uh, we want to hear from you. What did you think about it? Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Do you want to embellish on something? Do you want to, you know, something you might have missed that you caught? If you haven't seen it, hey, go see it. You know, hopefully we swayed you if you haven't seen it. But if you have seen it and you want to join the conversation or you want to talk about anything we've talked about or you want to bring up something you want us to talk about, we've always put it out there. We will watch movies and review them if you want to throw that out there. We will also, you know, talk about some things like, hey, you know, I want to hear about this or that. Hey, we'll give our two cents. We don't care about that. Uh, easy to find us because we have a bunch of social media. Facebook, HorrorZone607. Like that page. Share that page. Rate and review that page to help us out. Uh, and then, like I said, conversate with us. That's the biggest thing that I would ask for is conversation. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HorrorZone607. Once again, same rules apply there. Communicate with us. We'll, you know, we, can, we can have some fun banter. Uh, when you're talking with us, 
Hashtag HZ607 to show you're in our conversation. It's great. Go to 8122productions.com. You can stream and download all of our shows right from there. You can check out all that 8122productions has to offer. Also, uh, some of the YouTube videos are up on that. And on top of that, Mike's reviews, including his full-on review of Child's Play 2019, which is in the HZ607 articles. So check that out, 8122productions.com. And also, as we were going to, the ball's going to be rolling, and uh, I do believe this whole past clip we did, including this right here, will probably be up on uh, YouTube because I'm probably going to use this clip because why not? Uh, people want to hear about Chucky. So, Absolutely. Uh, so we were probably, this will probably be up. And other things, just visit our YouTube page, H, uh, Horizon 607 on YouTube. You know, easy enough, like everything else. And uh, you can uh, subscribe to that channel and there'll be more content coming to you very soon. And also, uh, you know, like the, the, the videos there because uh, we'd appreciate that as well. And so uh, that's all I got for this week, Mike. So. All right, sounds good. And uh, you know, again, just you know, going along with the reviews that we that I do like to write, uh, I do plan on uh, seeing Annabelle comes home this weekend, and I will have a review up. Uh, that is a promise. It's not going to be like Curse of La Llorona, which is the review is coming as we know in uh, the uh, fall of two thousand ninety four. I, I that, believe the review is in the mail. Yeah, maybe twenty one ninety four. That that's when that review will be coming. But I promise you, I'll have Annabelle comes home, and uh, you know, hopefully we enjoy that. It's getting good reviews so far. Yeah, and and whoever owns the real Annabelle doll because there's a little bit of a conspiracy because it's being booked at things and it's not the real doll and uh whoever has it now you know says it's not the real doll. are we talking the raggedy and yeah, yeah the real doll the that's real doll. still at the uh warren's museum. yeah yeah but somebody else is in control of it like the, the whoever's in control of their estate is in control of the doll oh, uh, but there's there's, maybe there's different uh I, yeah i think she but she, i think she has an agency that uh, handles maybe. a lot of the stuff too but anyways they, they had put out something this week because it's being promised at certain uh cons and I, it's not making the concert it has only made it out of the museum a couple times is not making the concert but i would like to invite them to bring it to my studio um because i'd like to do an interview with the real annabelle uh i won't be here that week <laughs> i'm not messing around with I, that stuff I, i'd like to do an interview with the real annabelle i don't feel like she'll say much because after all it's just a doll it'll be uh, like jason was on the arsenio hall show back in 1989 uh, at least jason will move a little bit well, annabelle supposedly moves i don't think so <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not. You think it's fake? Are you calling them liars? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You know I don't. You know I don't believe in this. But if you want to prove me wrong, just get a hold of us on all of our stuff, and I would be more than happy to do an interview with Annabelle the doll, and find out for yourself if it is real. I'll admit it. If I see it move, if it's something weird happens, I'll admit it. I would. I would admit it 100. percent But if it doesn't, then I'm just gonna be like it's a raggedy Ann doll. Just saying. Right. I'm just saying. I I want to do the investigation myself. Right. So somebody can help me make that happen. Put me in touch with somebody. I would like to make that happen. Make a disbeliever a believer, if you will, or prove that I'm right. Either, right. Way, either way, you know, it's, it'll be a good entertainment for you at home because you don't have to risk yourselves. I'm willing to do this for the show. Right. Well, we appreciate because, that. Because I think it's a Maybe Derek of, will come in for it. Derek will not. Derek, <laughs> De- Derek won't come in if I bring a regular Randy, Raggedy Ann doll to the studio. Not huh. Annabelle. Just, just a Raggedy Ann doll. He, he, he would not enter that door. Oof. So it doesn't matter if it's Annabelle or not. Poor little bugger. Yeah, I know. He's scared of everything. But we've gone a little long. But I just want to throw that out there because I kind of want to get an interview with Annabelle. Just saying. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, with that, that is going to be the end of this week's episode. Uh, So we will, of course, be back in the studio next week with another great episode with all the biggest horror movie news and talking a little bit of horror. So check us out again next week. Check out everything on Facebook during the week. Get a hold of us. We want to hear from you. We will see you guys again next week. See ya.